Welcome back everyone to this second episode of I am a student of life. Thank you for listening, thank you for tuning in, thank you for your support. Of course, yesterday I discussed uh, a lot of things in order to introduce myself to you guys and maybe for you to get to know me a little bit better. And today in the second episode, I wanted to open the the dialogue much more so on what it means to let go because as I told you guys in the first episode how hard was it for me to come to the realization that the chapter of my life which was my marriage uh, actually came to an end and to the course of that it wasn't something even me I thought I could have ever overcome now you can get in mind that when you think you're failing at something, because to me, it was me failing again at some at, at something and I couldn't take it. My ego couldn't take it. It wasn't much more, I didn't know I have to walk away or not from the relationship. It was mostly me and myself refusing to admit that I had to let go. Because when you pour so much energy and time into something that you were hopeful about, and to realize it, it actually it, it fell apart. There's this feeling inside that comes from disappointment, and you want to beat yourself down because you think like you haven't done everything that you could. But in my case, I think I did all that I could, and I tried my best. And what I realized, and uh, what I want, what I want to share with you guys today in this episode, on how did I actually learn to let go. And still learning to let go of other things in uh, the uh, in my life. It's actually for me. I realize the moment that I stop pointing fingers at the other person, I started to point fingers at myself. I wanted to look at myself because more so commonly. It's easier to say, oh, it's the other person full. They didn't do this. They were doing that. They were doing this. They keep doing that. But it's never easy when we have to take accountability for ourselves. And in order for me to grow through that process, I needed to take accountability also for myself. Because you can blame someone for their behaviors. But the way you, you respond to it, the way you actually address the issues or the way you actually take action towards the issues, your own patterns, your own toxic threat, because we all have them. I have, I have them. Uh, so I wanted to stop and take a look inside and get a better understanding on why why I was putting up with so much things when I could have easily walk away and don't let things get things get this far or any much further. Maybe of course to me now with much more introspection, I realized I didn't have any good insight and I didn't have the confidence and the self-esteem that I, I was supposed to have at the time to be strong enough to say, listen, I cannot put up with this or that and this is my deal breakers or this is going against my my values and my beliefs or my, my actually self-worth 
and I was putting myself in a position where I was settling and lower my standards just in order to keep something together just to say that I have something and I wanted to to do whatever that I could just to keep that picture that I have in mind and part of letting go for me was very difficult because I never thought that I I would be able to do so sometimes you realize the moment you can say okay listen how about I take a look inside of myself How about I look in the mirror and I said, okay, well, you've been also behaving this way, responding that way. And because of part of my traumatic experience in my my childhood, I didn't understand what is it and how it actually feel like to actually have people being kind, being nice, and then being loved. So to me, I associate love with pain. Love must hurt because I realize most of the time with my experience, my surrounding actually introduced me to love, not just love in a romantic way, but love itself. How do you love someone? How do you show love and kindness to someone? How do you care for someone? And to me, all around me, all I would see was like, well, love must hurt because people who claim to love you can actually really hurt you. It wasn't much later on after a couple of therapy and introspection, I came to the conclusion that just like everybody else with those kind of experiences also come to the same conclusion. It's not love that hurt. It's people who don't know how to love that hurt. And when they say hurt people hurt people, I actually believe in that. And not everybody is going to love you according to the way that you want to be loved and love you in your love language. So it was very difficult for me to actually move on because to me, I said for better and for worse, so I guess worse, that's what, that's what, what, what I'm experiencing right now, and the better is going to come later on. But I was running in circle. Nothing I could have done or tried could have saved nothing because there wasn't compatibility there to begin with, and also I wasn't properly prepared mentally I wasn't strong enough to understand my real value and also I didn't think that I had the courage in me to start over and that was one thing that was really scary for me to say how do you start over you invested time, you invested energy, you actually wanted to build something, and then now here you are starting over. And starting over for me was something that scared me because I didn't know where to start. Until one morning I woke up 
because you know sometimes it's good to have conversation with yourself as crazy as it sounds i woke up one morning and i remember thinking what am i doing is this the life that i want is this the person that i want to be and is this the home that i want to build for myself and the answers were no that's not what i wanted all i ever wanted and i keep saying that until today when people ask me but what do you want to do what do you want out of life i just wanted to be happy maybe some of you can identify with this but when you struggle a lot and being broken and being hurt many times in life you have that need to seek happiness as a quest and in all i ever wanted was to be happy i just wanted to be happy but how can i be happy if i don't even know what happiness looks like what what happiness tastes like <laughs> and what exactly is that thing being happy and of course people are going to tell you happiness it's a choice happiness is very subjective what can make somebody else happy won't necessarily be the same thing that can make you happy but you have to find your own happiness but how do you find your your own happiness if you don't even know yourself if you don't even know how you're happy I can have ice cream and be like, "Oh, I have a good one. I eat ice cream. I'm happy. I'm eating ice cream." I could be sharing a moment with somebody that I care about and then to me that moment is like, "Oh, I'm happy." But to me, happiness seems more like a state of mind and a way of thinking and also the way that you feel but how do you know when you are happy i know i'm happy for example now when i'm with my children and then i can hold them tight and give them give them a hug i'm happy when i'm having a good time with my brothers i'm happy when i am laughing with my dad now and my mom when we can all have a good healthy conversation with each other i'm happy when i'm taking a walk for no reason i'm happy if i'm watching a good tv show i'm happy when also i can give myself some quality time but i wanted that happiness to to stay but one thing that i know back then 
is that I wasn't happy. My energy, everything around me, my surrounding, I just wasn't happy. But I only came to the realization, the reason why I wasn't happy. It's because I always expected happiness to come from elsewhere. Happiness was coming from somebody. Happiness was supposed to come from a friend, from from my parents, from, from, from my relationship. But how do I give that to myself? I didn't know back then how to give happiness to myself. And one way in letting go for me was the moment I said, okay, I got to start fixing myself from the inside. Just like when you take your car, you bring it to the garage to get it fixed, to get the annual checkup, or when you go to the doctor, you get your annual checkup visitation to see if everything's okay with your health. It's the same thing also you have to do with yourself. You have to check up with yourself and make sure you are fixing yourself from the inside. And I can tell you, the moment I started to look and point fingers in my direction was the moment I was able to say, you know what, now I'm ready to let go. I will no longer fight or hold on into something that wasn't for me to begin with. But also I find a sense of peace because now the only person I I had to face was myself. And I think the saying where, where, where they said that if you want want to see some change you have to start changing the person in front of you or the person in the mirror that couldn't be any truer because it was at that specific moment I started to force myself into waking up find motivation start doing things that I like things that I love And the one thing that actually gave me that strength, because you know, when you're growing up, you have a specific maybe type of character that you think you want to be when you grow up or you have a vision for yourself. I wanted to be a woman that was strong independent, confident. I also remember I wanted to make my parents very proud, but I also wanted to be proud of myself. I wanted to share love with others, be caring, be loving. And I know that I wanted to have a family of my own and and a household where I can build my legacy. But in order for me to do that, I 
I had to go deep down into my trauma. And I was afraid to do that because I didn't know the moment that I would have opened that box, how deep and how far can I go inside so I could actually heal that little girl that was still hurt. That little girl inside of me that felt abandoned. That little girl that felt like she was never enough or good enough for nobody. And I started to practice positive energy. I started to talk to myself in a kind way. And I started to put myself first. And when you say, oh, I want to put myself first, people always think that, oh, maybe that's a selfish thing to do, putting yourself first, right? I used to think that, not anymore. (laughs) But life experiences are going to teach you that. Putting yourself first, when you're trying to let go, it's prioritize your well-being. If something is affecting your mental health, it's, if something is, is affecting your peace, if something is, is actually breaking your heart or your peace, you have to put yourself first and let it go. When you're going through something that you think that was there to destroy you because that's what it feels like. When you're in the middle of the storm, you don't have no clarity. You don't really see what's in front of you. And I remember for me, it was more, can I have enough strength to survive this? Can I overcome this? All I know was that starting over meant I have to rebuild. Not what I thought that I had to be or what others were expecting of me, but the expectations that I have for myself. And my expectations were always, I need to push forward. No matter what, I have to keep on moving. Keep moving, keep putting one step at a time. Doesn't matter how long it's going to take me, but I have to keep moving forward. And that was important for me. And I know we say that a lot. Yeah, happiness is a choice. But it's only a choice when you change your perspective on things. 
you cannot control other people on how they treat you, how they love you, or their behaviors. But you can control how you react to it. How do you let things affect you? How do you block the energy, the bad energy that is coming your way? And that's what I I did. I started to change my perspective. My perspective of life, my perspective of myself. And I made it a goal to work every day, even if it was a little thing that I could do, such as go take a walk. Actually read something. And to be honest with you, The one thing that actually put everything into perspective for me, really, when I thought that I didn't have enough strength in me to let go, is when I realized I wanted to, to read. I don't know exactly what I wanted to read. I, I know when I, before everything, because when you go through depression, you actually lose interest in almost everything. You don't want to do nothing. You don't feel connected to nothing. And that one day I said, okay, let's, let's go to the, to, the, to the bookstore. Go to the bookstore. Because I, I always felt good when I'm in a bookstore. I wanted to change the narrative of my day. So I went to the bookstore. And I remember when I walked in, it was the same time where the former first lady of the United States, Michelle Obama, got her book out, Becoming. And I'm not putting this there just to get with the hype of the book or anything. It's a great book. I read it. I read the story. I felt inspired by it. But it was that word, becoming, that hit me. Who was I becoming? I didn't have the answer. So I remember saying, okay, well, I didn't even pick up the book that day, but I know the title stayed with me. And I went home and I remember thinking, oh, and it was almost close to the holidays. And then I remember saying, oh, I would like to have this book as a Christmas gift. I just say that out of the clouds. And eventually, I did get the book. And I started to read. But I didn't notice I was coming back to myself little by little by doing something that I used to love, such as reading. Reading. 
And the more that I was reading the book, Becoming by former First Lady Michelle Obama, she said two things that inspired me. She said a lot of things, of course, that inspired me, but two things I kept with me. She spoke about the importance of fighting your voice, having a voice. How important it, it is to have a voice. And this is one thing I didn't have when I was a kid. I didn't have a voice. So I spent my whole life not speaking my truth, not speaking my feelings, my emotions. Whether I agree or disagree, all I know was my voice didn't matter. How I feel, what I feel, how I feel it, it didn't even matter. So I grew up thinking whatever that I have to say, whatever that I feel would never matter to nobody. I didn't have a voice. And the second thing that she said she said I know who I am. I know who I am. And that hit me. Cuz those were the two things I didn't have a voice and I didn't know who I was I have been defined by people around me but who was I And that's when I made it a quest to find myself, rediscover myself, rebuild myself. And that was then that moment that set it off for me. Now, I'm at a stage where I am very opinionated. I see how I feel. I see how I think. If something doesn't bring me peace of mind, I walk away from it. And most importantly, I'm discovering who I am. I am becoming. But I was about to come to that realization because I made a conscious choice to let go of what was holding me back. And sometimes how hard it is to let go of things holding us back. It's never easy to let go. It's, it's scary because you don't know where you're going. You're going to let go, but to go where sometimes? You don't know what's your next and what your next move is going to be. 
what you know in the present moment. If you are in a situation where you have to compromise so much of yourself, so much of your self-value, self-worth, just let go. That little light that you think you cannot find at the end of the tunnel, there is the there there is a light because I used to believe that there was no light when I was going through my turmoil. But I I was able to reach a stage where I started to gain back my confidence because I started to be connected to myself. Because I started also to correcting myself. I was correcting myself. Relearn. Unlearn to relearn. And it was important for me to wake up every day and put myself in a positive mindset. It's not easy to do because you have to invest, put effort into it. Push yourself even when you don't feel like it. So I don't know where many of you are right now, which stages that where you are in your life. But I'm going to tell you this. It is true when they say nothing is permanent. You are going eventually go through things, experience things that are going to shape you and push you out of your comfort zone. It's scary at first. But eventually, eventually, it's going to get better. But you have to make the first jump and you have to let go. Release whatever is holding you back. So that was it for this episode on how me, myself, I was helping myself to let go. I had, I had to look from the inside. I had to reconnect with things that I like. I had to start rebuilding from scratch, starting over, but with myself. So that's what I'm wishing for you guys. And of course, eventually on the next episode, we are going to take the conversation a little bit further. So thank you for tuning in. I appreciate the love. I am humble and grateful to have this opportunity to start over. And I'll see you and share with you again. Have a blessed day.